Welcome to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast with your host, Alicia McCormack. Alicia will keep you on budget and on track so you can plan your big date without the big price tag. This is the Save the Date Wedding Podcast bonus episode, which I will be doing regularly. I feel like it needs a theme tune. It's a Q&A episode. It's me answering your questions, and if I can't answer them, I find people to answer them for you. Put that in a theme tune. Send it to me. I'd love it. I'll get Cara Lee to whip something up. She's great at that sort of stuff. Now, so I did ask in one of my last podcasts, if you do have questions, queries, to pop them through at savethedatepodcast.com. There's a little contact page there. You can also tweet me, Instagram me. You can Pinterest me. There are ways and means, so many ways and means to get in touch with me. So Belle from Chicago did just that. Hello, Belle. Thank you so much for listening. She says, hello, Alicia. Hello, Belle. Thank you. Uh, Okay, we are trying to cut our budget and have decided to not have flowers on the day. Okay, good one. We're using candles on the tables at our venue, but I'm struggling with what to do without flowers for a bouquet for myself and my bridesmaids. Well, first up, congratulations for being sensible with money because clearly budget counts for you and clearly sticking to the budget is important and you've really hit the nail on the head. Flowers can be a huge expense, especially when it's out of season and you're looking for something that is really hard for the florist to get and they've got to ship it for halfway across the country. People do that. I'm not kidding. And it depends what sort of venue you're having and the time of year. So I think you've made a really sensible decision, Belle, and the candles on the table is an excellent alternative to flowers. To be honest, Flowers on tables can just get in the way and candles are cheap, they're minimalistic and they also help to create a mood in the room. If you've got a pretty dingy, not that you're getting married in a dingy place, that was a terrible choice of words, perhaps a place that isn't warm necessarily, warmly lit if it's got fluorescent lights for example. If you are getting married and it's moving into the night time, you can have candles on the table and that creates an ambience straight away without any real effort. So, I mean, you're ahead of the game, Belle. You obviously know what you're doing. Congratulations. Before you give up on flowers, Belle, I just want to pitch something to you and that is Costco. I know a lot of couples probably wouldn't want to step foot in a Costco when they're planning their wedding. No disrespect to Costco. I mean, I go to the States and we've got it in Australia as well and I lose my mind. I walk in and there are mayonnaise jars the size of my head. It's fun. It's a real novelty for me. But Costco, if you have a membership or a friend with a membership, it's actually a really good alternative to buying alcohol and snacks and extras for your bridesmaids and groomsmen if you're doing little packs or things to give them. It's a great way to buy in bulk and save a lot of money. They don't really need my advertising. Costco are doing just fine. So flowers from Costco are really inexpensive and also very convenient. Belle, I did a little bit of Googling and in Chicago, I don't know whereabouts in Chicago you are, but within the center of Chicago, there are three Costco's in a five mile radius. And they actually produce quite a lovely series of simplistic, minimalistic bouquets that you can pick up on the morning of the wedding and they're already they're already made, they're already put together. You don't have to do anything. All you need to do is drop on by. Actually, you can pick them up two days beforehand and stick them in the fridge. Another compromise without actually being a compromise is giving your bridesmaids corsages, something that florists and again Costco make all the time, beautiful little arrangements they can pop on their wrist. It's a lot less flowers and a lot less cost. And then perhaps you could have a bouquet and they could have the corsages and you've saved some cash. 
there are a lot of alternatives to bouquets on Pinterest. I just typed in wedding bouquet alternative and there are a lot of options. Some I did not care for. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the floral alternatives are, how do you say, a little Vegas. They have a lot of flair, a lot of sparkle. And I myself am not a big sparkle unless it's a diamond. I'm not really a big sparkle wearer. Um, that made me sound very bourgeois, unless it's a diamond, like I have a lot of diamonds. I got one and it's gorgeous, but that's it. But you know, some people on their wedding day, they want to vavavoom it up and have the sparkles. So there are beaded alternatives to bouquets that you can carry and keep forever. Some are made of feathers, others are buttons, paper flowers are very popular. And if this floats your boat belt, may I suggest that you don't make these yourselves. Even though there are hundreds of, you know, thousands of Pinterest instructional videos of how to do this, can I suggest you support an artist on Etsy and buy it from them? Because to be honest, the time that you put in to doing DIY, and I'm a big lover of DIY, but often DIY eats up time. You end up going to the craft store and end up spending double the amount of money on all the stuff that is needed to make this one item the way you can buy it on Etsy. And it still looks DIY without being DIY. Problem solved. When it comes to plastic flowers, I know there are some really good plastic flowers on the market now, but for me, they just remind me a little, and this is going to sound awful, but they remind me a little of a crematorium. So, you know, horses for courses, there are good fake flowers out there. I challenge you to send me, if you used fake flowers on your wedding day, I would love to see photos because I would love to have my opinion challenged on this one. I just think if you're going to spend the money on fake flowers, you might as well just get the real flowers and call it a day. Two more points for you, Belle. How about a flower crown? There's one way to incorporate a little bit of flowers into the day. Pop it on your head. You don't even need a veil then. And it looks nice. It looks very whimsical. We used, in my bouquet and my bridesmaids had little corsages, I used Australian natives. So the flowers were actually, they were pretty, I don't know, Aussies would look at it and go, there's the sort of flowers that would be in your backyard. They're long life, robust flowers that are colorful and really matched the setting of our wedding. We got married in a property out in the bush, in a rural property, and the flowers really reflected the tone of the day. So don't you don't have to use the standard flowers. If, if you are keen to use flowers but don't have a big budget, think laterally and you never know what you can come up with. So Belle, thank you so much for your message. I really appreciate it and I wish you all the best. Second question, this is from Melanie Kay from Chiswick and I know when we first came to the country we always went, oh is it Chiswick? Because it's got a W in it. It's not. Look how London I am. Melanie says, my best friend is getting married. Well congratulations Melanie's best friend. She hates her engagement. Oh my God. She hates her engagement ring. Is it kosher for her to get it remodeled when they pick the wedding rings? I said no. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, I feel like I should take this question elsewhere because whatever I say, I think is going to be wrong. Firstly, how many of you out there just thought of Sex in the City? You're getting engaged. I threw up. I saw the ring and I threw up. That's not normal. That's my reaction to marriage. What did the ring look like? Well, that's the other thing. The ring was not good. What do you mean? It was a pear-shaped diamond with a gold band. Oh, ick. 
No wonder you threw up. It's just not me. You wear gold jewelry? Yeah, like ghetto gold for fun, but this is my engagement ring. Just me? Probably not. Thanks for letting me get that out of my system. Back to the question, Melanie. Hate is a really strong word, and I have so many questions before I can really answer this, your question properly. Has she discussed this with her partner? Maybe when he put the ring on her finger, she chickened out and said, you don't want to say this is an awful ring. But then maybe she didn't communicate what sort of ring would suit her. Maybe he doesn't really have any taste. I don't want to get into their personal situation. Okay, I think from your point of view, Melanie, I I agree with you. I think unless she's had a, a conversation with her fiancé and said, look, mate, this ring, I love you, but I don't love this ring. And perhaps when we get the wedding rings made, I could work with you, we could work together to redesign a ring and make it something about us, not just what you've picked. It's really tricky. Actually, I would like listeners' feedback on this. Do you have a ring that you don't like and you've just said, yeah, I love him or her and I've just worn it because I love that they gave it to me and what it means? Or did you go a bit gangster and say, listen, Yes to the marriage, but no to the ring. Let's work on this together. This is, Melanie, I'm going to put it out to the people. All right, so I failed. Melanie, I failed you. I'm sorry. Let's continue this in future question and answers. Put it out to the people, see what they say. I promise I won't let you go. I will get you an answer in that. I just want to add a little side note to this segment because I've come back and listened to it and realized that (laughs) Melanie's probably her friend. How dumb am I? I mean, Melanie's probably writing this on behalf of herself. So if it is you, Melanie, you know, dummy here just took 10 minutes of reading your letter and talking about it to think that it's possibly you. So good luck. One more question, just a quick one. Um, This is from Peggy. She's just said USA. Okay, I'm fine with that. Peggy, thank you for writing. She says, we're getting married in January. Muzzle tough. Well done you. That's not very far down the track. My fiance and I have just bought a house. Good, very responsible. We already have a lot of housey things. We really don't need the standard wedding gifts. Is there a way to ask for a gift card or just cash without being rude? Excellent question, Peggy. This is probably one of the most tenuous etiquette questions out there. Etiquette-wise, this question is really iffy territory. In the sense that if you go old school etiquette, if you read about the yays and nays of even mentioning a gift in an invitation. Old school etiquette says you are never to do that. That's super wrong. So there are lots of ways you can get around that by perhaps adding another card in with the invitation, a separate document that says, hey, we aren't really into you buying us gifts, so don't. You could say no gifts, please, at all. Or Perhaps if you're good, generous people, you could say, let's make a donation to a charity in honor of our happy day. That's another option. If you are still after the contribution, like you said, perhaps of a gift card or cash, one way that you can do it that's a little bit more legit is by joining a gifting website. We used a website called Not Another Toaster to create a honeymoon registry because, to be honest, we'd spent all our money on the wedding. We had no money for a honeymoon. And, you know, you don't have to go on a honeymoon, but we were sort of saying, okay, we could perhaps ask our guests to contribute to experiences on our honeymoon, like a a dinner out or a hotel, a night in a hotel in Bali where we ended up going. And 
Then, instead of just saying, give us cash, then the guests are asked to contribute to a moment, to an experience. And then during the holiday, we took photos and in our thank you cards, we enclosed photos and a little paragraph about how much we enjoyed the experience that they contributed to as a wedding gift. Because Rich and I, we'd been living together for a couple of years, we'd bought all the stuff and in the same situation as you, Peggy, we didn't need more stuff. You just got to be really careful about how you present this idea. I think inviting people to put cash in an envelope, I think that's a little crass. I think wishing wells, I don't care for them, to be honest. Find a different way to Walter White that money, to siphon that money elsewhere, and hopefully everyone's happy. So there you have it, three questions from three wonderful listeners, Belle, Mel, and Peggy, thank you so much for asking. Melanie, I promise we will chase up the ring debacle in future episodes. I'm going to ask some of my lovely blogger friends their opinions on that and I'll get back to you. If you have any questions, head to savethedatepodcast.com and if I use your question on the podcast, I will send you a Kindle version of my book, Smart Wedding, absolutely free. Speaking of free stuff, do you need pampering? I think every bride and groom-to-be needs a bit of pampering. We're all very stressed. So we are giving away a bridal or groom pamper pack. If you head to Save the Date podcast slash contest, you will see all the ways that you can enter. The pack's worth over $200. It's super simple, and I cannot wait to give it away. It's really nice giving away things, especially to appreciative people who need pampering. There's a, if you need a vocal warm-up, go appreciative people who need pampering. Appreciative people who need pampering. That's for my actor and comedian friends out there. Talk to you soon. Ta-tas. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast is and always will be absolutely free. All we ask you to do is subscribe, rate, and review.